Hey there, this show is not for kids, although the content is very childish. Quarantine Day camp. one of quarantine camp. Uh, of 14? 14? Yeah. One of 14? Yeah. Captain's log. Day one of 14. At noon today, we went crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've been at it for about three hours. Welcome to Will and Courtney's Work Club. It's the coronavirus time. Coronavirus episode. And we're in the apartment. We're not leaving it. And nope. we are stocked up on the food. We we have no toilet paper. We've got a roll a of roll. toilet paper. And it usually lasts us a few weeks. I think we'll be fine. And the secondary roll that one of us might have stolen from work. Maybe. Maybe probably not. Probably not. Don't look into it. It was just a joke, people. Yeah. Comedy. We're good um, at it. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is that. The next episode of this, because it's every two weeks, yeah. it's going to be at like the end of our 14-day stint in, oh, the, this, in that's the prison, exciting. the corona prison. So wow. we're going to see the beginning and the end. Wow. <laughs> we should give daily updates on our Instagram or something. We should. Or daily updates on Facebook or something. I don't know. We'll figure out some we'll way to something. capitalize on that <laughs> growing <Yeah>. audience. <laughs> Welcome to Will and Courtney's Word Club. Welcome. We've already said this. But it's a podcast where we make up words for things that don't have them. Situations, if you will. Situations that don't have them. Yes. We're not going to do coronavirus or quarantine-themed words, by the way. This isn't going to be... We're going to do whatever we want. If it happens to have a coronavirus theme because that's what you think it is, then that's on you, or it may be on us. You don't know. Maybe <laughs> yeah. we did come up with coronavirus-themed words. Cool. How are you, by the way? I'm good. Good? Yeah, I'm having fun. Nice. I'm good, I had too. a fun day. Did, I, did you? you? I mean, no. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, we didn't. I mean, it was a normal day. It wasn't as bad as I thought it would be, honestly, because I was really worried that with the two of us working from home in our very tiny apartment, yeah. we would get very irritated with each other very quickly with the amount of space that we take up right. in a working environment. A but lot of people are saying that, oh, they're quarantined in their house. You, it's cool LOL. that you still have, you, you do have a bedroom, a living room, a kitchen, Maybe even a yard outdoor space that's your own private outdoor space. An office or something. And not that you're not allowed to have your own set of qualms about the... Qu qu what is it? Quan Quarantine? Quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> not that you're not allowed to have qualms if you live in a house. You can have plenty of qualms. However, when you live in fewer than 500 square feet and you share it with another person and a cat... And you have no outdoor yeah. space and no rooms. Really, just one room. Just one main area. Mm-hmm. Imagine that. Imagine if you, as a person in a house, were quarantined to, like, just your bedroom. Yeah. And they were like, don't leave. Or, like, first year of college, if you lived on campus at college. Yeah. Like, the smallest dorm before you moved to a bigger one. Yeah. But then they lock the door and I say, like, don't leave. Yeah. Yikes. The dorms. The dorms. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, so that's what's going on. I was on. worried that we would get tired of each other. I thought that we had a fun day. I thought we played off each other well, yeah. gave each other space when we needed to give each other space. I think so, too. It was positive. It was a positive day. Yeah. The annoying things about it, we were prepared for, which is important. Right. Yeah. 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 So, All we're going to give like- you uh, two words each. Yeah. I also have a sling and slang. You have a slang. Yeah, which at this point I figured out is mostly just when you make up a word, but instead of making up a fictional word, you just like combine already English words. Into yeah, something no, fun. that's basically what a slang is. It's a lazy <laughs> word, as yes. I like to call it. <laughs> yeah. Do you go first? I don't remember. I'll go first. You go first. I have a word for you. Okay. The word is treslet. Treslet. Yeah. Ooh. I have a treslet. Um, chapstick is my treslet. Is it a tiny treasure? That's kind of where I was going with that word. So, yes. Okay. Not literally, but But there's something, there's an angle here. Okay. So it's not literally like physically small or physically, or is it not physically, or is it not really like a treasure? (laughs) It's just sort of like whatever you think is a treasure. Yeah. I'll tell you what it is. I like you when want. you do the weird hmm. <laughs> the Dark Crystal. The freaking Dark Crystal series. I've been doing that for a week. Everybody would say a things. A week. <laughs> you do that still to this day. Mm, you literally yes. just did it. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's bad. In the mic. People are listening to this. Uh, a treslet is a small item that you've managed to not lose for a long time. <gasps> That's awesome. For me, it's chapstick. I yeah. have a chap- when you run out a chapstick, how many times have you possibly lost that chapstick, that tiny thing, uh-huh. and yet you've had it long enough that you've actually ran out all of the wax material or whatever's in there? I think the last time I actually ran out a like a chapstick was probably in like middle school (laughs) back when I used to like really take stock of all of my lip care products and like make and count them and put them all on at once so my lips came out like two extra (laughs) inches full of goop just like straight up (laughs) smacked and piled on my lips I did that one time in middle school where I put on every single lip gloss and chapstick and lipstick I had it was real gross it felt like I stuck my lips in like a bowl of glue (laughs) probably looked like those wax lips you got you get at candy stores yeah it looked real (laughs) but I mean like color wise it was just sort of a really bright pinkish red Christ but it was but like caked on. But caked on, yeah. What did you do with your eyes? Did you do anything with your eyes? No, it was just sort of like it so was one no of those, eye makeup. No, it was one of those days in middle school where like it was a normal day, and it, I think yeah. it was during my my last class or something. And like it was one of those classes where it was like, yeah, well, we had a quiz at the beginning of class that only took fifteen minutes. I thought it was going to take longer, so you can do whatever you want for the next 40 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so me and my friends were like, let's put on all of our lip stuff. <laughs> and I had like a shit ton of it, and I was like, challenge accepted. In the middle of the rest of your class, yeah. everyone else is just like talking about stuff, and you guys are like, let's put on all of our lip gloss, but just the two of us Yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah. And I had way more than anybody. So, like, everybody finished after, like, eight. And they were like, you know, lip gloss. Or, like, lip stuff. Chapstick. Dr. Pepper chapstick. Lipstick. Dr. Lip Pepper gloss. chapstick? Yeah, Dr. Pepper chapstick. Was that a thing? Yeah. Never. T- did it taste good? Yeah, it tastes like Dr. Pepper. Oh, my God. I want to try that. And I 
and they were done. And I had lots of little compartment things with like <laughs> 12 different lip glosses. And I was like, I'm still going to do each of these. So your friend at the end of it was like, I didn't really subscribe to this knowing how much you had. Mm-hmm. I would have put on two or three. It became like a feat, though. You have 12. Yeah. <laughs> it became like a, it became like a, almost like an eating competition of like, that's you weird that you said that because I was just thinking about that. Yeah. I was, I was thinking like, it was like if somebody sat down next to you and was like, bet you I can eat my lunch faster than you. And you're like, okay. And you pull out like a ham sandwich and they pull out like a turkey feast. Yeah. <laughs> on and a they just silver go platter. To town yeah. Yeah. And they still win. And you're like, yeah, man, I, I didn't think that that's how uh, this was going to go. But yeah. I'm intrigued and I can't look away and <laughs> kind of disgusted, but really just interested. Yeah. So when you asked if you could eat your lungs faster, that was kind of a loaded question, wasn't it? Because you really just wanted to scarf that turkey yeah. feast in front of me. Um, so a pen is a treasure sometimes, too. Yeah, okay. If you can run out a pen, how many times could you have dropped the pen? How many times could somebody have borrowed the pen and never given it back? Yeah. How? Or it you, just gets lost in your bag. It gets lost. It gets dried out. Mm-hmm. And then you try to do the trick where you put the pen underwater and then you lick it. Have you ever done that? No, I've never done it where I put it under water. I've done Not the thing underwater. where you lick it. You you do the thing where you like dip it in some water and or lick it. Actually, oh, now that I think about yeah. that, you wouldn't do both. Yeah, I've done that where you like stick it in water. Yeah, to try to re-loosen the ink or something. But mm-hmm. yeah, science. I was just thinking about the chapstick I had in growing my pants. Up. No, recently, <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> it's the same one you had growing up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I haven't finished it yet. Very yeah. small doses. But my pants have holes in the pockets, so I felt it fall and, like, run down my leg, and I picked it back up off the... I kicked it out. Yeah. Like you do when something's in your bottom of your pants, and I picked it up. I was like, how long have I had this? How how likely could that have happened and I had not picked it up? Yeah. That would have been it. Yeah. That would have been it for that chapstick, and you would have needed new chapstick. Treslet. Treslet. That's great. It's like... It's a bit of a treasure. Yeah. Because it's like an antique. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It's been around a long, long time. It's a little thing that you hold on to yeah. for a long period of time. Treasure. A little treasure. 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 Do you have a word? Is it my turn? Yeah. Okay. My first word. You're, Why are you looking at me like that? You're smiling at me like you're doing something naughty. I'm not doing anything naughty. I'm just <laughs> I'm just saying my word. And I'm I'm trying to say it with like joy. Okay. <laughs> Say it with joy. <laughs> Just don't tell me to do it like that. Right. Get, get, get more more joy, please. That's not joy at all. Yes, it is. For me, it is. <laughs> okay. My first word is bory. Bory? Bory. Bory. <laughs> um, bory is, how do you spell it? Can I get a spelling from you? Yeah, it's B-O-R-R-Y. Bory. Like Barry, but with an O. Yeah. Is it when you're sorry for being boring? Oh. Because that's not... No, but that's, that's terrible. A, that's a really sad version. <laughs> don't, really sad. don't ever do that. Don't be that. That's so Whatever sad. I just said, yeah, don't so do that. <laughs> I'm in a word for, you know that thing, you should, because it happens to you so much, where you just go on these rants, and it's so boring, don't and then you, you realize no one likes what you're talking about, so you have to apologize. Yeah, so anyway, you that's know that what that is. <laughs> that you have. You know that thing, that happens to you so many times. When you're so boring you're that sh- I think you should be sorry for yourself. <laughs> 
Anyway, here's a word. And everybody around you thinks that too. <laughs> Made this just for you. So put it in your back pocket because it's going to be useful. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not it. And I'm sorry I even said that. Um, Are you sorry because you're boring uh, or? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm boring. What is boring? I clearly, uh, I'm on the wrong track. So, um, <laughs> a bory. A bory. I, I, uh, bory. A bory. Just have to think about that. What? It, it was a noun. I was thinking like, bore. Yeah, no. Okay. It was a noun. Well, do you have another guess? Stumped me good. It's when you're someone who is so boring. <laughs> no, I um, don't. A bory is someone who is the most boring. <laughs> you're a real bory. You know? <laughs> oh, my God. So a bory is the type of thing that you do when you feel like you have all the time in the world. Yeah. So it's usually mm -hmm. a kind of boring task that you will only really do if you feel like you have either nothing else to do or like so much time to kill. I get this. Things like yeah. organizing your closet or like yeah. cleaning the baseboards or yeah. like moving your furniture and dusting <laughs> behind it. Like it doesn't have to just be chores either. It can just be random stuff that you only do yeah. whenever you feel like you have all the time in the world because it's so boring. It's boring. And it probably it's not is really very time consuming. And it's not important. Yeah. It's not that important. You know yeah. what I did today? I will tell you what I did today. I wiped down the air conditioner. Yeah. I took Windex and paper towel and I wiped our air conditioner. Yeah. This quarantine is great. I mean, it's crazy in the cleanest There's way. There's so many things that you can do in this quarantine that are so boring and like necessary. Sure. You should do them, but also during your normal week, you'd probably be like, ah, I just don't have time for that, yeah. so I'm not going to bother. Yeah. Like on a Friday, you've had five weekdays in a row. You're walking around like sandy, dirty kitchen because you are going to clean the kitchen later, mm -hmm. and it's just there's stuff on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. That shouldn't be a bore. That's actually important, but- right. It's something that I don't do enough. Well, I mean, like, it could be other stuff. Like, it doesn't have to be a chore necessarily. But, like, for example, I'm not a very good reader. I think I've said that before on this podcast. I'm a slow reader. I It's hard for me to really, like, dial into a book and, like, want to read it. But during this quarantine, and I, it's not because I find reading boring. It depends on what I'm reading, but... During this quarantine, I might have some time to read, which means that I could end up reading. Whoa. Whoa. I never have time to read. Yeah. Who has time to read? And like exercise. I don't really like to exercise. <laughs> so like, eh, it's not that I find it boring, but it's not something I would usually do or have time for. So that's a bory that I could do during this time. Yeah, it's something you only do during a boring time. Yeah. That's why it's a bory. Where you're, where you've kind of exhausted all of your other options and whether you're bored or you just don't really have anything else to do, you just feel like you have a lot of time to kill. Yeah. I'm trying to think of a non-chore one because I'm thinking of all the chore ones. Yeah. Like dusting is a bory. Dusting. You don't dust yeah. normally <laughs> unless you're a clean person. Uh, ooh. Okay. This is a me one. Mm -hmm. But like when I had like old video games lying around, like mm -hmm. old game or like my Game Boy that I yeah. hadn't touched in years or whatever, I always like having those around for like the really boring long days. I would just go and sit and I would like take it out and charge it and 
find one of the games in the bottom of sock drawer or something and plug it right in. It's always something fun. Nice. Yeah. It was stuff that I kept around only because maybe three times a year tops, I'd actually want to play it and right. be like, oh, I'm glad I have that. Yeah. And you want to not have that that day come and then you've sold it. Right. And you're like, oh man, I would have actually loved to have that now. Old video games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've got like some coloring books that are great coloring books, but like I never really have time to just sort of relax and color. Yeah. So that would be a great thing to do. <laughs> just in general, like tertiary hobbies. Yeah, exactly. So I kind of was thinking of this word in sort of the way like I was going to present it of like, you've got walksies and you've got hobbies <laughs> and now you have boreys. We're classifying every kind of activity that you could possibly do. I just, I really don't like it that like on an activities scale, you can have like, like the word hobby yeah. can describe so many things. I'm like, that needs to have like some tears and some layers because I don't feel like hanging out with friends is a hobby, but people will say that. And like on the same level as people who like take a class for something, you can hear more about this in the Woxy episode, but <laughs> link available. Yeah. In the, link available in the uh, description. In the podcast. No. <laughs> yeah. If you scroll down. Um, yeah, I just wish that there were more tiers of hobbies. I do kind of is... laugh at the people who say that with their whether their hobbies. It's like I like to spend time with friends. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm jealous. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> when I was a kid, I didn't have any hobbies. Like I didn't have any. Like I didn't know what that meant. I didn't yeah. play any sports for a very or do any after school activities. So like hanging out like until somebody else said that like hanging out with friends was a hobby. I was like. I, I don't know. I go home, I do homework, and I watch TV, and I hang out with my friends. Like, yeah. those aren't activities. I do normal person things. Yeah. I like to color and eat snacks. I don't know. I've always been a hobby fiend. Yeah. For me, it's always been about the hobbies. Yeah. And, like, there's been a lot of times where I've, you know, as a kid, I guess I had difficulty connecting with people sometimes, but leaned right into those hobbies. Mm-hmm. And... I'm sure my mom or anything could tell you, like, when I was a little kid, it was the blocks. And then when I was still a little kid, it was the train set. Yeah. And then cut to a few years later, I'm like, I have a computer. I'm like making simple games. And it's like, yeah, hobbies have always been really important to me. But I also understand that a lot of people don't live a life that a hobby slots into. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, what do you mean you're not finger painting? Right. (laughs) And I think that that's fine. I think it's totally fine. Like when there's these forums or whatever that are like, what are your hobbies? Which it's usually like a getting to know you form at like work or something. Yeah. And or like if you're a student, it's like, you know, something on the syllabus that the teacher passes around to get you to get to know people or whatever. And I think that it's so like it's so important and special to have things that make you feel happy. in life, but I don't think that all of those things are necessarily like activity-based hobbies, which I feel like hobbies are something that you you learn how to do, and there's like a skill involved that you're like coaxing in some way. Certain people, I think, are like inclined to have hobbies. Yeah. And certain people aren't. Yeah. Yeah. I still don't really have any hobbies. And like a couple of years ago, I would always push you and be like, well, have you tried this? Have you tried that? Yeah. Maybe it would be fun to have something little, you know, creative for yourself. You could do for yourself, and 
I always feel like giving you <laughs> yeah stuff to like, do. Do go go in the go in the room and do an activity. And yeah. I'm like, I don't feel like it. <laughs> Have you tried free writing? Yeah, writing is good. You said you did writing in college. Why don't you go write something now? <laughs> write whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. Write whatever you want. Yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. That's something I've understood. Hobbies are something that some people do to express themselves or satisfy themselves. Some people express themselves in their work mm-hmm. and some people express themselves in the shows they like to watch. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. But the things you do that don't matter are boris. Yes. 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 Things like alphabetizing your canned goods. Oh. <laughs> it sounds like such a good thing to do, but Does I bet it? it's so boring. That doesn't sound... No, I feel like if it if you're if you have a lot of cans, if they were alphabetical, shoe boy. You have like a library of cans. That would make your life a lot easier, probably. I don't know. I'm a can librarian. Uh-huh. I can tell you in this endless expanse of cans where any can is. Yay! <laughs> yeah. Just uh wanna know where the Where are the black beans? They're in B. Where are the canned tomatoes? They're in Tea? <laughs> <laughs> I have a slang. You have a slang. Yep. Uh, and my slang is as follows. Okay. I'm excited. It looks about like you that. were like had it memorized and you were gonna recite it. <laughs> I have a slang and here it is. <clears throat> oh. <laughs> as people who live in a tiny apartment, yes, you don't have that much space. Yes. And you don't have that much closet space. Yes. Sometimes you have a shirt that you have considered for a while to be like on the chopping block, like that's going to go to Goodwill. Uh-huh. That's going to go to a thrift store. I just need to put a bag together and it's going to go. Mm-hmm. And then you see it and maybe you go like, all right, let's give it one more chance. Whew, I've done this so many times. <laughs> <laughs> My slang is the Goodwill gauntlet. Ooh. Yep. I made a cool one. That's the so Goodwill cool. Gauntlet. Yeah. The Goodwill Gauntlet is when you give clothing one more chance before giving it away. It has to pass the Goodwill Gauntlet. Yes. Okay, what are your qualifiers for the Goodwill Gauntlet? So, it has to be something you haven't worn in a very long time. Okay. H- how long? Um, Like, effectively, as long as it takes for you to not want it, like to want to give it away. But let's just say uh, two months, three months. Wow. I would say much longer. Much longer. I, well, I, I, no, I, I, no, even as I said that, I was right, not no, right. No, no, no. Here, a year. Because I'm going to say my qualifiers. I think our qualifiers can be different. Okay. If, you know. Two months you, is way too short. Jesus. For you, I if have, you were to see a shirt in your closet and you were like, okay. Like, if you're, because I'm sure you're thinking specifically about one shirt or something. Not actually, I'm not really. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, picture a shirt. Which what one? kind of shirt? I don't know. One that you, is on the Goodwill gauntlet. Got it. I'm How long has a shirt. it been since you wore it? Uh, let's just say a year. A year? Yeah. yeah. Let's say I wore it like last winter. Mm-hmm. Now it's going to be this winter. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. It's like a, maybe something that I got for an event. Okay. Or that maybe could it's be a something, qualifier. Maybe like it's something I got for cheap. A special purchase. Yeah. Or like, like a special circumstance of gaining it. Yeah. Or it didn't cost you very much. A la thrift store or gift from someone. Okay. Um, but not a gift from someone who listened to this podcast. No, if it's you, I've kept all of your presents. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it's something that functionally you didn't realize there was something holding you back from wearing it. Okay. Like maybe it doesn't go with anything you have. 
Got Currently, it. maybe yeah. last year you had a pair of pants and went with it just fine, but now those pants are gone, and now you're not realizing it, but that shirt probably only went with those pants, and now something like that. Uh, okay. I have, honestly, I am not a fan of ironing. Yeah. So I'll always gravitate towards, like, easy iron shirts. <laughs> like, easy iron, like, long sleeve button-up shirts. Mm-hmm. And we don't really have an iron right now. And we don't really have space for one either. So it space for an ironing board. So maybe yeah. later we get a bigger place to get an ironing board. This is not an entire episode on bashing our apartment, by the way. Yeah. It's, we love it. It's fine. It's what it is. It's the Irishman. It's long. The Have movie's long. Okay. <laughs> We've done that bit too many times. It's now a thing. The Irishman. It's a movie. Have you um, seen it? It's what it is. It's long. It's what it is. Our apartment is it's what, what it is. It's what it is. We're just talking about the apartment because we've been in it for approximately 48 hours. Mm-hmm. Um, and counting. And counting by the second. Uh, <laughs> but no, back on topic to the shirt that like, yeah, it, it's wrinkly. Okay. But. You want to give it one more shot because you're like, I remember liking this. Right. It's not like I ever decided I didn't like this shirt. Right. It's just kind of fallen to the back of the pile or the hangers or whatever. So you put it on. What actually made me think of this word is not the act of deciding you're about to throw something out yeah. or give something to Goodwill. It's the act of wearing a shirt that you haven't worn in a really long time and like getting Unders- back into it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever like, do you ever do that? And then you understand why you don't wear it. Like you immediately go like, yes. I'll yeah. Say yes. This is why I don't want this shirt. But then you, <laughs> and you look at yourself in the mirror and you like, you see all of the ways it could be better. Yeah. And, like if I only had those pants, if it was only if easier to iron, if it was only not quite as blue, if it would just go ahead and fade. <laughs> But a lot of times it's not that. It's just because it's been falling back. Like, if you do laundry every two weeks, mm-hmm. maybe it's a shirt that you like, but you just naturally aren't wearing very often every two weeks. Right. And by the time it comes around for that shirt's turn, you're already doing laundry and the shirts you like more are getting put back on the shelf in front of it. Right. And, yeah, it's just going to be falling back. So the act of wearing the shirt, the shirt has to pass the Goodwill gauntlet or shirt or pants or right. socks or anything. But what is, What are the events for you in the Goodwill gauntlet, like what is that? <laughs> what is that? Yeah, what does it feel like for you when you put on the shirt that's like going first to the, the salmon gauntlet? ladder? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and the upside down trapeze. Yeah, like what? What beats do I have to hit? Yeah, for it to pass the good. Like you pull a shirt out of your closet and yeah. you decide you're gonna wear it, and it's got to pass the Goodwill gauntlet. gauntlet How does begins. it? Yeah, I was. Trying to ask questions that were like, what are the qualifiers? How did it get to this position? Got it. Which you answered. And now like, okay, how does it pass the test? Okay. Now, how does it pass the test? You're yeah. like structuring this. I love that. Okay. Um, I had to explain it. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> You're giving it We don't a- all follow along. It's not all A's and B's and C's over here. No. Thank you. <laughs> Method to my madness. Okay. To pass the Goodwill gauntlet, mm-hmm. you have to not be bad. Wait. I mean, that's obvious, but you need to like... What? No, it's not obvious to me. What do you mean? Like like you said, when you, you know, sometimes you put on the shirt and you realize, again, why you actually didn't wear it. Yeah, and it's because it looks bad in some way. Yeah. So you, you have to not have, like, not have a real flaw. Okay. But just be like a good item of clothing that's being overlooked. You have mm-hmm. to be underrated. That's, that's critical. Okay. It has yeah. to be underrated. Underrated gem of a shirt in your closet. Mm-hmm. And... You have to, you have to be warned by the person when they have kind of a relatively good day. Okay. Yeah. If I put you on and it's your last chance, 
I got to, you know how clothing, every kind of clothing makes you feel a certain way. Yeah. And it kind of, in a weirdly subtle way, lends itself towards you having some kind of day. Yeah. 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 Like I have hoodies that would make me feel more guarded oh. and versus like shirts or jackets that would make me feel more confident. That's true. That's so, great. Yeah. That's why like uh, a couple of weeks ago, we were about to go to the zoo and I was like, Really, I have this great jumpsuit that I wanted to wear, and I put on every shirt in my closet until, like, because it was colder than I thought it was going to be, until I found a shirt that went with the jumpsuit. Yeah. Because I was like, I want to have a fun day, and I want to wear my jumpsuit doing it. Yeah, I my jumpsuit this. will help me have fun and be casual and be comfortable. Yeah. I'm wearing this. And nothing else in the closet would have given you that same feeling. Exactly. That exact same feeling. I think that's one of the qualifiers, is it has to give you a distinctly positive feeling cool. that nothing else in your closet gives you. Okay. Instant win, like the like the date rose, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the golden brick. Okay. We're giving a lot of little uh, the reality, show reality show things. Thing where yeah. you, get, you get immunity for a round. Sure. If somebody gives you a compliment on it. That's good. Yeah. If somebody gives you a compliment on it, it's staying in, baby. Uh-huh. It's staying in this round. You've won. You've passed the Goodwill Gauntlet. You got the golden compliment. Yeah. Yeah. That's so yeah. good. And if you can do all that, you've passed the Goodwill Gauntlet and you stay in the closet. Oh, I love that. Yep. I love that so much. <laughs> that was fun. And thank you again for like actually squeezing out of me the nuts and bolts of what it actually is. So I'm like, just rambling about nothing. Yes. Yeah. It sounds really fun. I want to know how it works. Yeah. Thank Play God. along at home. <laughs> okay. Okay. Are you ready for my next word? Yes. I told you before we recorded that I felt like my words were kind of lazily made. (laughs) Now, I did my homework and I made sure that I looked up the word and the definition to make sure that they don't already exist. And neither of these words already exist. However, to me, they feel like low-hanging fruit when you know the definition. But whatever. It's fine. This one, I think, takes the cake. (laughs) It's probably. Okay. Yeah. It's great. I'm setting it up. So my next word is re-meal. Re-meal? Yeah. (laughs) Hmm. It's when you meal again. No. Remeal? Remeal. Um, remeal is like leftovers, right? Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What's remeal then? So <laughs> Because leftovers is also a word. Leftovers I mean, is a word. You know that. But yeah. leftovers is like Is it an annoyingly long word? <laughs> You're just trying to shorten it? No. Leftovers is like ingredients. Okay. You know what I mean? No, yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Leftovers is not usually the entirety of a meal, unless you've made something like a casserole or something that has like a lot of portions for a lot of people, but like not as many people ate it. So what? (laughs) If I, it's okay. It's not Um, a whole meal. It's not like a whole, it's an ingredient. So maybe I should say the definition. Okay. Go ahead. So a re-meal. Is a meal that you make entirely out of leftovers. I got it. Okay, 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 okay. So it's using leftovers. Like when leftovers night, we're eating nothing but leftovers. And so you're right. going to have like a plate of orange chicken with a side of 
like macaroni, macaroni and, and cheese. cheese and collard greens. Yeah. And also a taco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. A re-meal. But that that to me though, that's leftovers. Cause that none of that goes together. Okay. I'm delving way deep into the psyche of leftovers. Wow. I'm sorry. I'm diving right uh, with it. I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you. Okay. I'm diving so with you. That meal that you just described, that's the classic quintessential leftovers meal. Throw in a slice of uh, meatloaf or like some old spaghetti and bam, that is leftovers night. That is what I grew up with. My mom would pull out all of the remnants of what we had that week and it was all sorts of different stuff put it on the counter mm. and we just pick what we wanted microwave it put it on a plate classic classic easy eating a re-meal is when you take elements of your leftovers and you combine them in a way that it makes a whole new meal wait oh so you're trying to like use the the parts of each of your leftovers to like Yes. Design something new. So, like for example, okay. it's when you have. So, a great example of this is like on Thanksgiving when you have a bunch of le- <gasps> Thanksgiving leftovers. Yeah, right. I so see where you're going. Rather than eating just like a plate of mashed potatoes every day, you can make latkes with those mashed potatoes. Yeah, right. It's like, a reconstituted food that you. Yeah, yeah. You reconstitute. You make something a little bit different, so it's not as. The same. And I have what, cheese. I have Thanksgiving turkey and I have mustard. I make a turkey sandwich. Right. Yeah. Low hanging fruit, but very, yeah, but that's there. Okay, fine. No, 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 no. That, that counts. But it's like. <laughs> Thank you. A couple of nights ago, we had leftovers from a blue apron box that we often don't have leftovers with blue apron, but this one involved right. like a really big kale salad. And Giant kale salad. Like, gigantic. Gigantic kale salad. There was no way in hell we were going to eat all of that Mm -hmm. salad. So the next day for lunch, I threw that kale salad with like harvest vegetables, like potatoes and peppers and stuff and onions and stuff into the skillet with a little bit of oil and some sausage that we had made for breakfast a couple of days before. Yes. And made a whole new meal. Oh, it was so good. And it was way better than either of the meals yeah. that it had come from. The sausage had come from like a weird breakfast that didn't really make sense. And the kale salad like was a mountain that stood over top the rest of the blue apron. Yeah. So that together, that sausage protein, the kale around it, there was some peppers in there. Mm-hmm. That was a meal. Yeah. That that's was great. a proper meal. That's a re-meal. So that's the that's sort of the idea behind it. It's like, it. you know, you have elements of You're not just putting them on a plate. You're making a meal. You're making a, a new, new meal. meal out of your leftovers. Old old leftovers, yeah. Mm-hmm. Intentionally, yeah. Right. So you're not just taking side dishes that we all grew up eating and you know, you taking your rice and your um you know, your vegetables and your chicken and heating it up. It's putting your rice, chicken and vegetables into a pot and stewing it and making like a curry. Yeah. Instead. Yeah, that's awesome. That's that's a re-meal. It makes you proud. And yeah. it makes you like it, not bummed up to eat leftovers. And it makes I'm never you feel like you engineered still. something different. You know, it, it's so cool whenever, like, because first of all, you have to get to the point to make the first meal. Yes. And then, the you know, probably, there's probably more than one meal involved in the re-meal. So, right. you're, all of that brain power coming together to make even more meals, and they're even more delicious. Like, that's so cool to me whenever your brain does that. And it's yes. like, 
oh, we had all of these elements of things over the week. Now let's put them all together one last time and we're going to make a frittata and it's going to be the best thing we've ever had. The leftovers gauntlet. The leftovers gauntlet. <laughs> yeah. A leftover frittata. And I feel like some, I've always, I've seen a couple times in like sitcoms or like old movies and stuff like the mom who can't cook will make like, yeah. you know, leftover casserole where you just take a casserole dish and you dump all the leftovers in it and you bake it at 375 yeah, for two dogs, hours. Hot dog casserole. Yeah. And yeah. it's just gross. And it's just what corner of the casserole did you get tonight? But this is. <laughs> it's insane. You know why yeah. I think it makes you feel good and it's cool? But it's also like something that's not very common is because, you know, with leftovers, one of the good things about it is it's kind of just free extra food that's already made. Yeah. And it's almost basically like getting takeout. Right. You just have it. You don't have to do any work. There's no dishes. Mm -hmm. If you're making a real meal, you're kind of throwing that out the window. Yeah. You're saying, no, I will do the extra work. I can do the extra work. I'm going to get a greater reward for it. I'm not going to be lazy about it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get those dishes dirty again, but for the sake of... Making something satisfying so I don't just have to eat leftover dinner. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Cool. I That's love that. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. Anyway, next. Yeah. That's um, cute. Well, I'll put my. Um, no. I was what? Gonna, I was going to say I'll put my next word in, I'll take my next word out. Do you want to say that? That's the end of this episode. <laughs> I put my... Okay. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Yeah. No, I have another word. Okay, great. Um, My word is... What a pace. 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 Is that what you say... To someone who's walking weirdly fast <laughs> by you, <laughs> but you don't say it to them. You say it under your breath and to the person next to you, like, what a pace. <laughs> yeah, you what do that. What a pace. You see that guy? Where's he going? Where's the fire? What a pace. People have been doing that throughout history. Now we finally have a word well, for we it. We finally have a word that for those relatable fast day -to -day, walking assholes. <laughs> day to day, the exclamation you mutter to yourself watching some. From the guy who brought you, have a good one. Yeah, have a good one. <laughs> Comes to you, what a pace. Comes, what a pace. <laughs> no, because whenever I have somebody walking very quickly by me, I don't mutter anything. I say quickly and loudly to them, hey, what a pace. What a pace you got there, <laughs> what kid. What a pace you You're got gonna make there. It. Hey, you see this guy? I think you got what it takes. I think you can make it if you, you can just make it keep on the, trying. In the big races. Wow. Wow. My money's on you, kid. <laughs> Go get him. What a pace is not that. Do it for the town. <laughs> it went for the gipper. <laughs> that was a boomer joke. Oh, my God. I don't even think that's the right quote, but no. I know it had gipper in it. Is it gipper or kipper? I think it's gipper. Okay. Now I'm going to look it up. Is it – what is it? Is it do one for, do, the, do, for the gipper? Do me. No, no. not – no. Is it – do me for the gipper. Is it do one for the gipper? What is the phrase? <laughs> I've heard this before on like Gilmore Girls. Win this one for the gipper is what Win it is. Win this one for the gipper. Thank you, Mr. Reagan. What does that mean? I don't know. Oh, who's, do this in memory of someone you revere. Who is the gip who's the gipper? It's is it gipper or gipper? Gipper. This gipper. doesn't matter. What a <laughs> <laughs> No, wait. Who's the gipper? I need to know. The gipper is, um, it's George Gip. 
Who? I didn't make that up. It's George Gipp. I'm reading the Wikipedia. Nicknamed the Gipper. Was a college football player at the University of Notre Dame under head coach Newt Rockney. Uh-huh. Newt has a K in it, by the way. Why? I don't know. Oh, Jesus, America. We should take America. some inspiration for this uh, podcast of ours. Yeah. Go. We're just throwing can silent it, K's can, in there can. like you can. Win one just for the Gipper. It was on his hospital bed that he is said to have delivered the line. Oh, it's Rudy. Was it Rudy? I don't know if it's based. I don't know if Rudy's based on the Gipper. We could start a Ronald Reagan podcast if you wanted. No, I don't want to. It wouldn't be, you know, good or more <laughs> positive necessarily, uh, or even accurate. Welcome to the Trickle Down Podcast. I'm leaving the Gipper. <laughs> <laughs> um, this has nothing to do with Ronald Reagan. What a pace is to leave a room without doing what you went in there to do. Multiple times, very quickly. Oh, cute. Okay, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's to leave a room without doing what you went in there to do in the first place. Multiple times, in succession, yeah. very quickly. Oh, I've definitely done that. And it becomes a pace. And yeah. then somebody says, what a pace! <laughs> win one I for think, the Gipper! I think you got what it takes, kid! I think you got what it takes to win one for the Rudy, kid. <laughs> <laughs> Holding on to that... <laughs> Okay, yeah. I'm with you. Um, yeah, I do this a lot. Yeah. So, there you go. Okay, me too. Cool. I think everybody does. Like Where it. you, like, you walk into, like, the kitchen, and you, it's never something that has to do with food, but yeah. you walk into the kitchen, and then you, like, you forget why you went in there, because you got distracted by something else, and you leave. And then you go and back. Then you, and then you remember what it is, and you go back, but then you get distracted again, and you leave. Yeah. <laughs> it's very, like, Kramer-esque. Yeah. It's very, like, oh, I gotta do this thing. Oh, never mind. I don't know. Oh, wait, I gotta do this thing. Walking back and forth. Walking back and forth. Walking back and forth. Walking back and forth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Best best version of this is when you have something you gotta do in this room and something you gotta do in that room. Oh, and when you go into yeah. that room, you forget what you meant to do in this room, but then you remember what you got to do in that room. And so you go and back you run to over the, that room, and then you're in that room. And then you go back to the other room, and you forgot what you were supposed to do in that room. And then you go to this room, and then you go to the Gipper. Rudy! Adrian! No? Okay. So that's what a pace. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Have you ever done that? Yes, I've done, yeah. everybody's done that like yeah. a million times in their lives. I mean, I think it's a lot easier to do that the more rooms you have in your house. Like I remember growing up. Yes. Like, you know, when, you, when you're a kid and you discover your house, you learn all of the different nooks of it and stuff like every corner of the house has like a purpose. Mm-hmm. So when you're a kid and you walk from like your room to even like the hallway, there's a reason you're out there. Whereas yes. like as an adult, like there's so much shit going on. Like we don't know why we ended up in the kitchen, but now that we're here, we need to let's grab a Sharpie and Oh yeah. yeah. I remembered that I have, you know, it's, you There's never go into the like, kitchen because you just want to explore the cool kitchen. Right. That's you have a, a lot more agency as an adult. You kind of understand, like, you know, it, you forget stuff and you go back and forth. And you want to pace <laughs> if it happens and stuff. But it, there's not like an air of like purpose behind your movement, like not distinct purpose unless you have like tasks that you need to do. Mm-hmm. As a kid, it's like everywhere you go means something and is special. Yes. Yeah. So when you go somewhere as a kid, 
I remember there were so many times as a kid when I would go into a room and I like really had a big reason why I wanted to be in that room. And I was thinking about it the whole way. I promise I was. And I really, I was really concentrating on it. I just, something uh, happened uh, that went right uh, when I got there, I completely forgot what it was. Yeah. And I would just stand there confused and alone and sad and be like, <laughs> confused and alone and sad. Why am I here? Help. I forget. Mom? Like, why did I come <laughs> in <Mom>. here? <laughs> why am I in here? Why am I in here now? And I would go back to my room feeling dejected, like, come on, what happened there? And I'd be like, I know what it is. I know what it is I'm going there for. I need a piece of paper. I need a piece of paper. That's why I'm going in the computer room to grab a piece of paper from the printer because I want to color. I go in. I even get distracted on the way and end up in a different room. Yeah. And I'm like, why am I here? <laughs> Where did I end up? Is, why, what is this in my hand? What is this? I don't know. This is sort of related, but that reminds me of this one time that I was at a sleepover, like an all-nighter sleepover with a bunch of guys mm -hmm. and like girls. I think it was this 48-hour filming thing, but mm -hmm. um, at one point it was like four in the morning. One of our friends was just too tired. He had to go to sleep. Yeah. He had to go to sleep. And he went upstairs, he went to sleep, and then he went downstairs again where we were, seemed to be kind of sleepwalking, uh -huh. or if he wasn't sleepwalking, he was like not awake enough to realize what he was doing there. Yeah. And so he just kind of walked around in a stupor and was like, Ugh. and we were all still awake. And so I gave him just like a random sweater I found on the ground. And I said, here, take this. And uh -huh. he, he got it. He was like, oh, thanks. And he went back upstairs to Oh, bed. wow. So he was like on some sort of mission. Uh, or... Okay, but then the next morning, yeah, okay. he walks downstairs and we're all there and he's like, guys, why do I have this? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I gave it to you. <laughs> yeah, you seem to be looking for something. So I gave you something to... Something move. random. Yeah. Yeah. It's cute. Oh, That's so nice. It's funny. Great times. And now here we are. Now here we are. And day one of quarantine. At day one of camp quarantine. It's the end of day one of camp quarantine. How do you feel? I feel good. Okay. I felt really good when you got done with work and we were able to turn the lights out and like start making food and, and like relaxing, and relaxing, settling yeah. into our evening. Yeah. Until then, the day was starting to feel very long. Yeah. But my days tend to do that. They tend to feel very long. Yeah. Your days are longer than mine. They are longer. I work. So when I get I done with hours. work now at home here, I have to sort of be like, "All right, we're still kind of in work mode, so I just need to just do stuff." Yeah. I need to do my boris. Do your boris. Yep. What am I going to dust tomorrow? What What are you going to dust? Probably anything. Jesus you could this dust place. anything. In I could this dust house anything and it would and be make worth it, it so much better. Look under the TV. Ugh. Under the TV. Under it. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> 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 when did that happen? I just dusted under there Brody. like two weeks ago. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, two weeks. Uh, two weeks is a long time. We got a hairy cat. Yeah, she is fluffy. Yeah. So we got some. We got some work to do, but here we are. We made it. Day one, fourteen to go. Yep. And it'll be okay. And. Our next episode will be the tail end of this quarantine. Yes. So let's see how much so, we grow to love or despise each other. Yeah. Cut to that. Yeah. We'll be there soon. Yay.
Uh, thank you for listening to Will and Courtney's Word Club. Thank you. you. Can, uh, find our website, more info about us, a full dictionary of all of our words at wcword.club. Yes. You can also follow us on social media at WC Word Club. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We also have a uh, Facebook group. Yes. Called the so Clubhouse. It's called the Clubhouse. It's if a you- kind of secret group. Yeah. But you can join if you want, right? Yeah, you can join. It's just you, you just have like, to go to the page, our page on Facebook, and then yeah. find the group, and you'll be there. And you'll be and there, you and you join, and we can talk about words or our childhood yeah. or uh, painting or hobbies and how we don't like them or whatever you want to talk about, <laughs> we're there. Our favorite uh, Ronald Reagan movies. Oh, my gosh. There's so many Ronald so Reagan many. movies, and there's, I love so many of them. Remember there's... um. There's the one where he wins one. He goes one. For, he wins for one for, for, for Gip. For Gipper. For Gipper. Um, then there's a sequel where Gipper comes right back and wins one for him. Gipper's Return. Gipper's Revenge. Or Gipper's Revenge. <laughs> <laughs> I um, forgot. <laughs> yeah, that's insensitive. <laughs> Special thanks to the band known as Wolfpack for the use of their song <laughs> Animal Spirit. And remember, folks, win we one for, for the, the Rudy. Rudy. <laughs> <laughs> you said you had it in your pocket. I know. I said that, and then I forgot it. Okay. Hey, we're back. Postmortem. Just to let you know, Courtney didn't actually uh, think. When the Gipper came from a movie, but he, she Listen, in fact thought Ronald Reagan himself. If you heard that description, got to a guy named Gip and said, "Winwin for the Gipper." Would you and the think president went and played baseball? Will was talking about because the president plays baseball. Okay, another quick postmortem, okay, so really quick. Was, is Notre it Notre Dame, Dame or Notre, Notre Dame, Dame in America? Because I think Americans it's are Notre Dame, Dame because it's you Notre say Dame. Notre Dame.